It is Friday Night Phoenix, and you're locked into the Absolute Geek Podcast. The only geek podcast in the world that fucking matters. <laughs> right? Or My apparently has Matt. QAnon. Uh... The only QAnon member here is you, sir. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I read that, I'm like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? <laughs> A genius. <laughs> he saw right through your lies. <laughs> so the reason I'm late because that's been the topic in the chat for since uh, for the last three minutes or something. Yeah, like stumbling. I have says, I have uh, suicide you know, a second watch, and I just says, finished it. Take your time, Lance. Some of us aren't in the East Time Zone, staying up late to see you. You know, <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Some people don't want to see the glare from your head. <laughs> yeah, he said it before I did. <laughs> that's awesome. Head. Uh, that's fantastic. Shine the stone. I bet. I had to buy What's a special there? light just so that the reflection from my overhead light doesn't shine on my head. Now this puts it more on my face. Is it a ring light? No, it's just an LED lamp that no. has a. You over here sounding like you're all fancy and you're like, I got this light and I gotta do this. And I was like, it's a five dollar light I got at Walmart. It's okay. It's about five dollar light I got at Walmart. Dude, so um yeah, man. What have you guys been up to this week? That was slowly dying coherent sentence, Lance. So uh yeah, what are you guys up to? Um, what? Hmm? Trying to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt's slowly dying over here. I'm sorry I'm to hear that. Dying. Yeah, slowly dying. I um, mean, I am too. Technically, all of us are slowly dying. Every I day don't, we live is closer to death. <laughs> I don't uh, know how much of your business you've uh, put out there, Matt, but um, they feel like they got a fix for you or what? Uh, well, I mean... Yes and no. It's a lot of shit going Matt on. Matt has with me. genital warts that has that has seeped <laughs> over to his butthole. <laughs> genital warts. God damn it, Lance! I told you not to tell anybody. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, just like I hate. Like I've never been a big like going to the doctor guy, and I hate going to the doctor because you always find out they're always looking for what's wrong with you. You know. You never go to the doctor and hear, hey, man, you're fucking rocking it. And it's always like, well, this is what's wrong with you, right? And just well, fucking the confidence boost. Go to the doctor if they're 100%. Yeah, well. Well, you got to go in for your check-ins. Yeah. They're yeah. like, hey, man. So you're fat. You know, your heart yeah, isn't right. You got, you got a, <laughs> you know, you got a hernia here that we could, we could either, we could probably fix. But if we put the mesh in, it's just probably going to open up in a couple of years again anyway. So you'll have to get that surgery again. Or, you know, you could you could stand to lose a couple pounds. So you could go to a bariatric surgeon and, and get that done, and they'll fix your hernia at the same time. Or we could try to do the permanent repair, but we're going to have to cut you from waist to, to armpit to be able to get through there to, to do it. And it's just like, oh, man, you, you kind of got a little bit of a, a fatty liver. And it's just like, all right, cool, man. What else am I dying from? Please lay it on me. Let, let's. That's like. that's. Tell like me what else I'm dying from. <laughs> that's like those commercials I see. Like, do you suffer from hair loss? Well, take this <laughs> medicine that might give you AIDS. <laughs> right. 
Take this medicine that'll help you regrow hair, but the side effects are leaky bowels, <laughs> you know, yep. hepatitis C, B, and the undiscovered yet hepatitis H. <laughs> Say, oh. I have hepatitis X. Man, if they're going to cut you from, you know, stomach to armpit, you may as well tell them while you're in there, can you go ahead and give all my other organs a tune up? And right? pull out, you know, all that extra fat just that I don't want in it, there. Man, you just know? get get rid of all that crap. Again. Just tell them to bedazzle all your organs with Sephora crystals, or what are they called? Savarsky or whatever. Just have yeah. shiny, a shiny liver. So yeah, it's just been it's been just a lot of trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. So. So no, nothing's been scheduled as of yet because you're still weighing your options here or what? Yeah, pretty much. I've got to get the I've got an insurgental hernia from when I had my gallbladder out two years ago that that's got to get fixed. Like I went to the doctor again yesterday for to meet with my surgeon and he's poking around. He's like, oh yeah, the hole's right there where you're they removed your gallbladder from. And it's like, all right. He's like, it's not very, very big though, but your bowel's kind of stuck in it. And I was like, well, if I push on it, it feels like yes. He's like, yeah, that's you pushing your intestines right back into the pouch. I'm like, sweet, <laughs> sweet. So meanwhile, when you said bowel, I could have sworn I heard vowel, and I was just like, well, can I just pull out an A? Or there's no A E I O or U's in this situation, and definitely <laughs> not a sometimes a Y, but. Stumbling Jedi says he'll take your affliction so that he can ruin some pants. <laughs> yeah. Leaky bowels in. I'll take it. I have a close closet full of pants I have to ruin. There you go. But um, <laughs> yeah, not, not going to bring the show down with, with dying, but that's what happens when. Well, we're all uh, dying. Yeah. Some of us just quicker than others. Mm-hmm. I had a real bad case of the man cold this week, I tell you. I was laid out. I couldn't even. You say the man cold or the yeah. manhole? The man cold. Oh, I'm just yeah, you can tell you're still a little nasally because I heard yes. manhole. I'm like, what well, was yeah, that? no, I had a, I had a cold this week. I'm pretty sure it's not I, the I, I find it hard to believe this what you hear. I think every time you look at Max, you just think manhole. I just dream about his manhole. <laughs> yeah, his brown eye. Brown eye girl has a whole new meaning yeah. for me. <laughs> hey man, starfish is a. It's a slang term for butthole. Is there any connection there? <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been a good week though. Here, I, um, my wife and I have been rewatching all the Harry Potter movies. That's been just kind of a fun little thing each evening that we've been doing. We literally about an hour before the show finished the, the eighth movie. So that's really fun. When she and I met 10 years ago now, that was our first conversation. It was right after the second Harry Potter part two of. You know, the seventh book came out, and we had a good time. Stumbling Jedi says, oh, dude, the man cold proves that we know what giving birth feels like. It's true, man. It's true. <laughs> hey, turn it's your gain up in your microphone a little bit, Maxi. I don't want to. <laughs> Did I? Is that better? Or is that no. worse? Did I, I don't know if I, I, I might have turned you. it down. Man, I, I might have How's to reap in, reach into the deep pockets of internet money that this podcast produces and get you a better microphone, because... Look, you're talking to a big black robot wiener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how's that? Is that better now that it's a little closer That's to my mouth? Better. Yeah, I can turn the gain up. I turn the volume up, unless I that turn doesn't it down. do anything. The volume's just if you put a headset in there. 
But oh. while you're messing with that, all right, how's it looks that? Like, it looks like Eon. Or it Better? looks like Jeff Bezos is about to take off from your desk. <laughs> That's how your microphone looks like. Oh, and I stroking it. There you go. I'm sure oh, your boy Scott God. Troop will love that. <laughs> oh um, man. Yeah, dude. So we pulled my kids out of school early today to go get lunch. And uh, no one asked about your kids. Why are you... And I and I wanted to take them back to school. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a bad idea. Immediately fighting. Couldn't agree on where they wanted to go eat. Yeah. <laughs> I like how Max is like, nobody asked about your kids. Why are you bringing up your kids? <laughs> <laughs> nobody asked you about your kids. <laughs> I want to hear more about this Elite Series 2 controller you got. Oh, yeah, man. He joined the club, but now we now we've all got our Elite Series Two controllers. Yeah, got mine right in front of me. The show started late because Lance was taking a dump, so I started playing some Halo on my PC with this with this bad boy. I bought it, and I didn't realize that it had like a already a rechargeable battery in it, and then the case charges the controller, which is pretty cool. But I like the case. It's not. It doesn't really. Basically, the charger's at the top here of the controller, and you can put the plug into the controller while it's in the case. No, it's wireless. Is it? Do I just not understand what, what I have? No. So the plug goes into the, the little brick that's there, and the controller sits on top of it. Okay, so, so it still, still needs to plug in. Okay. It still needs to plug in, yeah. Yeah, but you could leave this always plugged in and then just set your controller. Yeah, I see. I see. should have just saved yourself... Uh, some money and got the new Turtle Beach one. It's pretty much the same thing. Is it? Well, Max is know. having a Halo party at his house next Ooh. weekend, and I wanted a legit controller. I didn't. I didn't shoot you the invite because it's a two-hour trip. But you're welcome to come. Oh, Halo party, huh? Yeah, I'd love to have you. Yeah. I don't I'll know. Shoot I get you, a little, I'll shoot I, you the invite, but I know it's. Fun. I get a little competitive. I get a little competitive. Oh, a lot of the people do. Yeah. They're, there's a few I people usually that come play about that are really games good. and I'm like, fuck this game. I start throwing over tables and shit. Every well, I've got I've got my cousin Tyler. Well, you know Tyler. Tyler's pretty good. I would say I'm mediocre. Tyler's good. We got Hunter's another guy the best out of all of us. Hunter, yes. Yeah, but they don't know who Hunter is. I was just gonna say another guy that comes. He's great. And so he is never I always want him on my team. But then I've got a bunch of other friends that come that just suck. And so that's fun. I fall into that category. <laughs> I want to know when we're going to have a Mario Kart party. <laughs> you know, if people bring enough switches, we can play some Mario Kart. That's fine. Whatever. Fun, man. I'm uh, think I'm I'm assuming there might be uh the Halo Infinite beta might or tech demo. They might do another one next weekend. We might be able to tr- try that out too. I've been playing the um Back for Blood beta. Yeah, early access it? beta. Um, it it's trying very hard to be Left for Dead Three, but it's not quite Left for Dead Three. Mm. Still a lot of it's fun, but it's still it's missing a lot of the it, it's missing a lot of the excitement and majesty that made Left for Dead such a good game. So we'll Left see. for Dead's awesome. We'll just see how yeah. it is when the actual I, game comes out, but the beta yeah, hasn't been very. I was gonna do the beta, but then I'm like. It's coming out on Game Pass. I'll just wait until it comes out in like a month or whatever and play it yeah. then. 
I got in for free. They just sent me, WB sent me a access code. They're like, hey, you've played our games before. Would you like a free early access code? I was like, sure. And they're like, do you want to invite three of your friends? I was like, well, sure. So that's what, that's what I did. Now I'm checking my email. And Max, <laughs> you and I were not invited. So it shows you where we're at on the total. Yeah. You know, I got I got my different set of friends. I got my podcast crew, and I've got my competitive gaming crew that I do Call of Duty tournaments with. And well, and Max didn't invite that, you to the so. Halo parties. So. I know, right? Where I even then? <laughs> right? I literally was like, should I invite Matt? He lives like seriously an hour and a half away. I never get invited so. to anything. That's and that's always his excuse. Oh, he lives so far. Like I can't drive. You know, heaven forbid. <laughs> I don't drive at night. In my old age, I can't see, so I can't drive at night. So that means I'm automatically nixed. Well, Corbin, we Matt. invite him to stuff, and then he says, "Oh yeah, I'll be there." And next, I don't know what you're know, talking like, about. You were for the event. He's like, "My car broke down." Or oh yeah, I invited Corbin again because he doesn't live too far away. Or and yet also, again, Matt, you were invited. He, I don't know what you're talking about. You should you know, check your Facebook. Travis is in town, and I hear that. You guys went and saw him, but you didn't extend the invite to anybody else that go I, see him. I've never you met know? the guy. I don't know what you're talking so. about. Travis it's like, is only my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I hear, oh, well, you know, Lance and Corbin and Jay and all these people got together to go meet meet with uh, old Travis, but hey, no one else Jay got was the one. Jay is the one that put it together, so I would I would take your... your Jay's still sitting over there waiting for Corbin to start a podcast, so, <laughs> you know. Oh, man. Jay is just... In permanent like limbo he's just permanently sitting in the the beetlejuice waiting room <laughs> waiting for something there's to kick a off. coming out to that right there's been a sequel coming out to that movie for like 10 years it's never happening yeah never never ever ever i just hope winona rider's not in it <laughs> what do you got against winona freaking for two hours <laughs> She'll get confused and forget what she's in. She'll start screaming like she's in uh, Stranger Things. They're in the upside down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, I'm so stoked for all these freaking Marvel movies coming out. So stoked. I mean, we the rest of the year is like just Marvel upon Marvel upon Marvel. And then Ghostbusters sprinkled in there. But Ghostbusters is what I'm most excited about, man. Well, it's good, uh, good sagu there, Mister Task Force C minus, um, to get into our our topics for this week. Let's get into a little bit news. of our geek news. Heck yeah, man! Uh, Marvel's What If kicks off next Wednesday, the eleventh. So we're already at what if and what if is going to play a substantial role into the continuity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe moving forward. Yeah, which was a surprise to me. I thought it was like a like a like a one shot, you know, type thing, but it's supposed to further expound on the the idea of a multiverse. So, well, and that's uh, that's the, the beauty of it. Everything is now canon if they want it to be. Because you can just say multiverse. So it, it, yeah, it, like DC's been doing since. The yeah, <laughs> they've been doing it for a long time. And that's fine. It's just the 
when you say something's canon, but you say because of multiverse, it's just less exciting now. For me, <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. It's not meant to be a bad thing. It's just I don't you know, I don't, I don't know. Does that make sense? You guys know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like I like how the director of this is like, all right, sweet, what if we can do whatever we want? So I'm going to go in there, and we're going to make a female... Th- what if Jane Foster was Thor right out of the comic books? Already, no, can't do that. We're going to do that live action. <laughs> okay. Well, we want to do this incredibly elaborate thing. Mm, can't do that. Why not? That's the back half of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, really? that was that yeah. was the, the uh, article I saw this week. Yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> really? One of, what, what, yeah. what was Guardians of the Galaxy 3? They don't go into what it is, but the the director of What If said that they pitched a storyline, and they got all through the the pitch, and they were super excited about it. And the powers that be said, "No, you can't do that because that's the back half of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So they're like, really? And the, yeah, so they basically read James Gunn's mind and was like, "Oh, oh, okay. Well, I can't do that then. Move it on." So, which either means that Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be incredibly predictable or they're just on the same wave wavelength or it's just going to be so ridiculously elaborately wild yeah Yeah. well i mean just look at like i don't know if max ended up reading them but look at the the really plausible leaks for spider-man uh no way home that came out this week that if that's true that movie is going to be absolutely (laughs) wild i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about it i'm just saying but it's like just from the spoilers from it, that movie is going to be absolutely wild. I am like so torn. I I started reading the the uh, I started skimming that thing, and then I was like, "Do I want to know?" And then I stopped. And every day since, I've been like, "No, I'm gonna go read it. I'm gonna go read it." But I still haven't read it. I don't know. I know. Lance, I think the you've most done surprising before, thing but... is that Howard the Duck is gonna be Spider Man's accomplice for the last half of the movie. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, that's his lawyer. That's his lawyer. Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah, Howard the Duck's his lawyer, man. Yeah, and his beard. No, but seriously, it, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it because well, people have been waiting for that movie, and I'm and I'm one of them. And it, if anything, like it's one of those instances where the spoilers didn't. It made me more pumped for the movie. It made me more Jones yeah. for the movie. And if anything else, it made me more Jones for the next Spider-Man movie. So, well, here's the thing, and I haven't I haven't read them, of course, the spoilers, but. One of the things I did see, and I don't feel bad saying this, is that the person who leaked it said that when the trailer does eventually come out, it's going to be full of fake scenes. Mm-hmm. Fake footage, yeah. Yeah, fake footage. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if some of the stuff he's leaking is from a fake script or an alternate script or, you know, like it could be legit. I don't know. Yeah. But Well, the, know, rumor, the rumor that's out there is that there are multiple endings filmed to this movie already. So, okay. who who knows what they're gonna so go? You with. may have read one what? of them that may not right. actually be the final mm-hmm. one. Um, all I could tell you that if you don't, if you want to know, if you want to get imp on your storylines for Spider-Man before this movie comes out to fit into this movie, you want to read um, Spider-Man. You want to read in um, Web of Spider-Verse and One More Day and One Moment in Time. And then you'll kind of feel like you're you're caught in because it's it's taking a bunch of storylines from what I've read and and it's gonna pump them all together. So are you taking notes, Lance? Because I was about to take notes, but I'm gonna I'm I was gonna gonna type them. Facebook it to me later. But (laughs) dude, Matt, Matt, I did read um the uh, 
is it symbiote wars the sinister wars sinister wars mm-hmm. and amazing fantasy based on your recommendation nice and i enjoyed both well that's good because this week uh, there's a little little shake up in that because this week's issue of sinister war number two wasn't very good but we'll get into that later but yeah um i'm super stoked for what if already going to get a second season they're talking about for what if uh and you're gonna some of these characters are gonna return so i'm sure like i'm sure we're gonna see captain carter more i'm sure we'll see more of the doctor strange spider-man well um, and the idea is this isn't a cohesive story right it's just a bunch of shorts each episode is going to be self-contained is the idea. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they use this as a way to try to keep T'Challa alive and moving forward and to where they don't have to reference him in um, Black Panther as much so they can hand off the mantle to Shuri and let that go with a smooth transition. I wouldn't be surprised if this plays more into like Wakanda Forever and the Black Panther Which sequel. Spoilers that came out about that too. About Black Panther. I have not saying read those. That, saying that... Uh, so talking about the Namor? Going to die off screen. Somebody else is oh. going to be Black Panther. And then and then Shuri will become Black Panther. Towards the end of the movie. I hope it's M'Baku. Mm-hmm. Because he wants to break your Baku. Winston, Winston <laughs> Dunn, I think, is the actor or something like that. Yeah, M'Baku I like him. can break my Baku. <laughs> I've heard that from a lot of thirsty women. <laughs> women thirst just like us. Yes. Uh, we got some big news on the Netflix front this week as two popular shows got renewed for its fourth season over at the streaming service. We got Cobra Kai, of course. I'm super excited for season four of Cobra Kai. If you're not watching which, Cobra Kai, what are you doing with your life? Which is coming in December, right? Yes. Would, didn't season three just come out? Yeah, uh, it came out January? the beginning of the year. Yeah, it came out in January, like January. right after. Yeah, yeah, right like, after. Wow, we're the getting year. two seasons in one year. Well, you Which gotta, you gotta consider these don't take that long to shoot because there's not really any special effects or. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like there's you know, stunt work so. and stuff, but yeah, and and you're dealing with kids who are well, they're adults. They're in like all those actors are like probably early twenties, but they're starting to age and they need to look as close to teenagers as they can. So they're probably trying to pump this stuff out. Yeah. Speaking of Cobra Kai, did you see, um, uh, I can't say his name for the life of me, but the main kid that, um, that Johnny takes under his wing. Yeah. Right there. Zolo. Oh, look at that segue. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be Blue Beetle, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. In a in an HBO Max movie. Look, I mean, movie or TV show? It's it's, it's a, movie. a movie. It's a movie. Wow, yep. wow. So that's awesome. I like that kid. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's cool. I like him too. But I've heard you say before you think he's a bad actor. So do you think this is gonna be a good thing? Um, I don't think he's a good actor, but I like him. <laughs> See, I thought he was rough in the first season of of cobra kai and then when season two came he got a little bit better better. i think he was a little bit rougher when it was on when it was on youtube red but now that it's transitioned to netflix he in see in the last season he got a lot better yeah that's fair he's probably probably getting a lot better coaching i'll be watching this show so i'm gonna half-ass it oh now shit ton people are gonna be watching it so (laughs) 
Well, and I think I think it would the the journey his character went on. He had to play him. He had to like really show his range, going from to being basically paralyzed and learn how to walk again and all that. Like he had to probably really step up his chops. But yeah, he has the biggest arc on the show, I think. So yeah, he and he and Robbie, but his is probably the bigger arc than Robbie's. Yeah, Robbie's in last season. Robbie isn't isn't in half the episodes. He's in jail. Yeah, he's doing time. The other show that got announced for a renewal today actually was Stranger Things season four. That's going to come next year, 2022. Um, I mean, by the time they're done with Stranger Things, these kids are going to be adults. I mean, <laughs> I already look, dudes walking the high top fade. Most of the these, old kid and play haircut. Some like of these already party. are adults. Yeah. Um, I. I'm wondering when this was filmed because they look fairly young still, but I may just be not really well, I mean, how they looked. Dude, like you got Steve back here looking like it's like they're trying to keep the older kids to look younger and and you know, like the younger kids are looking older. It's just it's weird the way they're doing this stuff. But well, and they're only doing one more season after four, right? Isn't five supposed to be the end? I think five is the end, yeah. But and I thought that? they were filming them back to back, but they might be. I don't know about back to back, but that that wouldn't surprise me. But that's uh, Tom and dude, there's your Miles Morales right there. I I've been he looks yeah he looks pitching cool. for that kid to play Miles for since Stranger Things started. I don't think he's a good actor either. <laughs> I do. I like. But him. then you got your uh, first shot of hop, Hopper back in his uh, big puffy jacket with what looks like to be a flamethrower. He looks like a little go, bit less like Red Guardian there. Yeah, it looks like he's getting ready to go take care of business. Uh, Eleven being captured. Even she looks a little bit, a little bit older than last time you saw him. So it'll be interesting to see how they play off. Like how much time has passed. It looks like she looks like more like Anola Holmes there than yeah Eleven. That's true. She does. Yeah, yeah this guy looks looks like disappointed stepfather. While this guy looks like something's worried. His boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> but. Has my question is though is, do you think the Stranger Things fandom is still there? Has the ship sailed on Stranger Things because it's been what I feel like almost two up, years? Twenty nineteen is the last time. Twenty nineteen. So July. yeah, it's been two years <clears throat> since we've had a new season of of Stranger Things. Do you kind of think the the Stranger Things ship has sailed a little bit? Or I don't think so. But I'm not as excited about it as I would have been if this. The, if this show came out a little bit sooner because this isn't even coming out till next year right yeah no i'm with you i i definitely think some of it has died down but i don't think the ship has sailed i think it's still going to be an extremely popular and in high demand show i i still think it's going to be a you know Kyle says i'm stoked for stranger things so yeah know. i am i am too i'm just curious when it's going to come out if it's next year they they try to coincide it with holidays so are we going to get valentine's day any nice uh, V Day release? But... They should announce the release date as <laughs> April me. Fools, and then don't release. <laughs> I will. Well, I wonder if it's going to be fall because season two, season three came out during the Fourth of July. Came out in the summer. Mm-hmm. Season two was fall because it was Halloween. So I wonder if maybe it'll be winter or spring. I don't know. Christmas, maybe. I'm just hoping not because I was 
I for some reason thought this was coming out this year. I thought Stranger Things season four was coming out in 2021, and I have to wait a year plus for the new season. That makes me less excited about it. So I'm really hoping it's closer than that. And I think it is. Like they had a lot of footage to show there, even though it was only 30 seconds. There was a lot of I stuff. I think it's that they done showed. being filmed. I know, and clearly some of they, the effects. They released are, a teaser like a year ago. I know that's what I'm saying. That's why I yeah, like I'd be they, bummed if it was a year from now. I say I remember they released Hopper Lives like last summer, which was a mistake in my opinion. Hopper Living held that. I would have held that close to the chest for as long as I could. Oh, we all knew we lived. They showed it at the end of the season, didn't they? No, they just say the American. So there was this whole bunch of. Uh, Who's the American? Is it Hopper or oh, is it? I was 100% there was a hundred percent sure it was of, Hopper. There was, there was a bunch of uh, conjecture about who the American was, and oh. they wasted no time to have the teaser and show Hopper in the teaser. I would have held on a little bit longer, let people's imaginations get. Away. I think I think you're one of the few people that was imagining it as anybody else. No, I don't. That's not true. I, I don't think it was much of a reveal, personally. We talked about it on our on our podcast. Our old yeah, I, I don't think it was much of a I think everyone assumed it was going to be him because they had, couldn't find his body and there was no definite death at the end of the, the last season. Yeah. So, uh, Peacemaker, we got news that the Peacemaker series has already been filmed. It's done filming, it's wrapped, and it's I'm going it, to yeah. also come early next so- year. I somehow missed the news that there was even going to be a Peacemaker series. So when I found they out, announced that it was, it, I want to say they announced it last year at DC fandom, like right after they showed the trailer, they, they probably did. Squad. They probably did. And like, I, the only thing I did remember is that there was going to be a suicide squad spinoff. I didn't realize it was his show. So that's cool though. I mean, I know we're going to talk about the movie later. I, you know, I'm conflicted about his character, but I thought he did a really good job, and it was. I'm I'm, I'm mad at him. Okay. All I know is that he is standing there looking amazing with his beacon of freedom, fully in display. That toilet seat looks great. Did he get that at Did he get that at Home Depot? <laughs> it's a beacon of freedom. <laughs> I think my favorite, and and I don't get too far in the weeds of it, but my favorite character from that whole thing was Ratcatcher. Ratcatcher two. Hmm. I don't know, man. I liked King, her. King Shark was on point. King no, Shark Matt, was not hilarious. because she's not. Oh, King King Shark is pretty good. But, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for the peace being the peacekeeper show, peacemaker show. God, I can't even talk. I loved his character. I thought John Cena was hilarious in this movie. I loved his character in this movie, minus the twist at the end. I get it, but I'm I'm interested to see where they take it past that. Um, but I thought he did a fantastic job in this movie. It's um, interesting because all these guys in the Suicide Squad we know are like bad guys, like bad, former bad guys or whatever. Right. And we reviewed Fast and the Furious, and I said, John Cena it does not play a good bad guy. And he actually was more believable in this role than he was in Fast and the Furious. So I kind of way more my, believable. Well, because I think Fast and the Furious. He, you were supposed to get that air of he, maybe he's not such a bad guy. He's just trying to get out of his brother's shadow. And, yeah. but he was poorly written. Yeah. And in this, he's not the antagonist. He's right. just a, he's a bad person. 
who's a protagonist. So it's just it's a, a bad role. person that thinks he's a good person by doing bad things. <laughs> there you go. I mean, this, the line in the trailer was hilarious, where he's like, "Yeah, I love peace, and I don't know how, I don't care how many men, women, and children I have to kill to get it." Yeah. The best <laughs> line was, "I will eat." All the dicks on this beach for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> if the beach was covered in dicks and I had to eat every single one of them for freedom, I would do it. Yeah. Um, if you're a huge toy collector, and if you guys remember about, I want to say about a year, year and a half ago, uh, you guys were talking about this. Max and, or no, not Max, Sam and I were talking about this. The uh, P- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover comic that came out has now spawned a Hasbro to- toy line um, nice. that went up for pre-order this week and has already sold out it has been selling like gangbusters so you're getting those each- those toys right there because they they released some ninja turtle two packs that, that are like straight ninja turtles mm-hmm. they're expensive yeah these are 50 yeah. these are 60 dollars a piece yeah and expensive. so you get two turtles like in this pack here you get um the morphed donatello as the black ranger and leonardo as the blue ranger they come with two separate heads plus weapons uh, fully posable as you can see there then you here's another shot of him here in action unholding the helmet I, i'm a little disappointed in the the choice for the the faces but yeah their faces aren't great no they're the faces aren't uh i don't know why they insist on going for this new character design donatello uh, with the goggles and yeah and the full bandana but uh, it sounds like there's a fight club going on over at Lance's house right now. Yeah, I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> uh, you got your April O'Neil and Michelangelo as the pink and yellow ranger. Um, See, these are really cool. I'm glad this is happening. But I can tell you, and this is normal for toys. Action figures never look as cool as the actual book's art. The freaking art on those comics is badass. Yes, it is so it is. good. Um, but I like how April O'Neil has her little microphone and camera. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm almost willing to bet that they just took the original uh, pink Power Ranger toy that they've already made over and over again. It looks and like that. Swapped a, depo- a different head on it for April. Um, yeah, but I like the like the the nunchucks they made out of the daggers for Michelangelo. Yeah, so. um, here's some more shots of it. Michelangelo looking surprised with his helmet off and in april max then you got you were saying how like the toys never match the artwork like hasbro does a damn good job dude a really good job Hold on. it's really glary i can't tell i'm not saying they don't do a good job because they do i do think that yeah it, it looks really cool like that's an awesome toy that, yeah. that one's actually that one's really good maybe it's just the pictures here but the yeah, toys I look have, cool. I, I just remember the art looking even better. Hasbro does a really good job with their premium figures. Yeah, I mean, it depends. I've got, like, you gave me that. I think we talked about it last week. You gave me a Gollum bust, and that thing's freaking cool. You know, I've got some. Yeah, their Marvel Legends line is really good. Yeah. Um, But you got the Ooh, uh, foot soldier good. Tommy with the morph Raphael. So is Tommy a bad guy in this book? So he, it's been a while since I've read it, but if my memory serves me correctly. I am dying and getting old here. Um, he goes undercover as one of his friends has tried out to be a foot soldier. 
And so he goes undercover as a foot soldier as well to try and stop him. But when he does, the shredder gets a hold of the green power coin. And so he becomes like a just a, a normal ninja. Like that's the whole thing. Like when they when they morphed, all the turtles became rangers and all the rangers became ninjas in this book. Mm. So then you got Foot Clan Soldier Tommy with Raphael. And I think that Raphael looks sweet. Yeah, that looks really cool. I still I don't like I the cheesy like the head. head. Yeah, I don't yeah, like the but head, but they're Raph morphed. is my favorite, and he's the coolest looking one here. Their morphed versions are definitely much better than the the unhelmeted off versions, but I like the the fact that they gave him the sides with Jason's dinosaurs. That was really cool. That's really cool. Here's another shot of the the Tommy foot soldier. So so do they have figures for like Jason and stuff too? No, they have not released the the actual oh, Rangers figures yet. It's just been the Turtles one so far. And then the Green Ranger Shredder. And I think this one's sweet too. That one's really cool. Just like the detail. Like, like you get into it here. Like you can see like the dragon helmet with the eyes incorporated with the Shredder stuff and the power coin there on his belt and it's, I just think they're super dope figures. Yeah, that's that yeah. They do a really good job with this. These. Is my favorite one. This is the coolest one for sure. Shredder is just awesome, dude. He's like one that's of the coolest true. villains ever. You know, I I watched a video. It was uh, for the Daredevil press junket with it was Charlie Cox, uh, Deborah Ann Wolf, and somebody else was in there, and I didn't realize that Kevin Eastman and them uh, were inspired by the daredevil comics when they created the ninja turtles like this was what charlie cox was was talking about so like the hand is the foot and like the ninja stuff and and uh i guess in like the first ninja turtles book like the backstory for daredevil is in it or something like that but he was he was going in depth about how he was talking with eastman and and laird i'm assuming about how it was inspired by Daredevil. Hmm. I don't know when that. When did the first Daredevil come out? Um, I'm assuming before Ninja Turtles. I mean, when was when was the Ninja Turtles comic created? 80s, early 80s. So Daredevil was 1964. Yeah. So I'm sure Turtles came out way after that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Ninja Turtle. He was pretty convincing in this video I was watching. No, I'm, I'm sure. I'm not saying. I just that's why like Daredevil has the hand and Turtles has the foot, and he, he was drawing a whole bunch of other comparisons. Yeah, the original Turtles came out in 1984. So yeah, they're you're. You're probably he's probably absolutely right. I've just never heard that comparison. But it makes sense. Hand, foot, you know. What other parts of the body can you make an ninja clan out of? Oh, and the first in the first the issue face. actually references Daredevil. His accident is what creates the turtles. Oh, really? The fact that yeah. his accident that spills the ooze all over the place is what okay. Yeah, it says Matt Murdock's radioactive accident did more than make him a superpowered daredevil. 
It also created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Blinded, Matt later discovered the sludge had heightened. Yeah, so the, the sludge that made Daredevil Daredevil also made the turtles. Hmm. Which I'm surprised Marvel didn't sue the pants off them. I got a good, I got a good question for you boys before we uh, get into the comic book stuff here a little bit. Jake Gyllenhaal came out during a press release for Spider-Man um, Far From Home that Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't bathe every day. And people are running wild with this. I've heard of not washing your hair every day. I, apparently that's not good for your hair. He says that I understand. It, it, it's because his physician told him that it's not good for your skin to, to soap up every day. Well, how bad, how bad do you think he smells on set? And I, and I love that people are talking about this now with Tom Holland wearing a, a COVID mask over his mask that says, as Tom Holland films with Jake Gyllenhaal. So he's wearing another mask over his mask because he can't stand the smell. <laughs> I don't know. I highly doubt the dude smells, but. Same. I. I don't care how much the guy showers. Or I think he smells like whatever. he probably smells like sage wood, sandalwood, and yeah, and he lilac. just uses a whole bunch of essential oils. <laughs> he seems like that guy. Sandalwood and lilac. That's what I feel like Sandal- he smells like. <laughs> sandalwood and lilac. I don't All care. Right. I still love him. He smells like a man. <laughs> um, not showering every day. I mean, Matt, the three of us are bigger guys, so we understand like the importance of showering every day. Cause oh, yeah, dude. I stink by the end of the day. Yeah, I we have to shower just by day. standing out of, uh, like, st- standing up out of a chair, you know, especially <laughs> in the summer months here in Arizona. Um, I just sweat at the thought of sitting in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I get to sit down. It's like, oh, man, just sweat everywhere. <laughs> it's way too much work. Yes, no, it is. Um, I don't. I, don't I, get, know. I sweat ordering at the drive-through McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, can I get a ten-piece McNugget and just pouring and sweat? It's like, ooh. Yeah, it makes you not want to go outside in the summertime. Yeah, like we were we were out today, my family and I, and after about an hour or two, I told Anna, you want to take your kids back to school because you heard the yeah. story already. <laughs> no, I told Anna, I said I want to go home because now I'm just pissed off because it's hot everywhere. It just doesn't put you in a good mood. Ish says Leonardo DiCaprio hasn't used a deodorant in over a decade, according to him. There yeah, you go. Either. Um, yeah, dude, my my fiance says the same thing. I get in the car, I can walk outside and just instantly dripping in sweat. And mm-hmm. she I get in the car and she bumps my arm. She goes, Ooh, you're sweaty. You're sweaty already. I was like, Yep. Sweaty. <laughs> sweaty man. Sweaty balls. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Have you seen that that video of that little kid yet? Um, let's go online where he, he's like, he's got to be like two, three years old. He's like, I'm sweaty. And his mom's like, you're sweaty. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's I have. Like, she's like, where are you sweaty? She's like, from my balls to my butt crack. I'm <laughs> sweaty. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm sweaty from my balls to my butt crack. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, yeah, dude, we went to six. I might have said the, told you guys this before, but when we went to Six Flags a few weeks ago, I had to go into the the um, the gift shop halfway through our day to buy another shirt because I completely soaked through my other one. Oh, dude, oh, that's wow. a that's San Diego every year for me, man. Like I have to make sure I have an extra shirt in my backpack because 
to get you so many people, the body heat, you're running around. It just, even though San Diego's weather is usually nice, you're sweating through your shirt in no time. I really hope we get to go to that next year. Sweat doesn't pair well with comp books. You're right. It doesn't. But absolutely right. But yeah, it's, it's a must. It's one of my survival tips is make sure a, you gold bound, your gold bonded in between your thighs and your cheeks. You got an extra shirt because you're gonna sweat through it, dude. I bought these things, and we might be getting too gross here. But Old, Sti- Old Spice makes these things called chafe sticks that look like bars of deodorant. That when you're chafing on your thighs, you you rub this stuff on it, like a like a deodorant, and it is amazing. <laughs> it's so good, dude. <laughs> Feels okay. like my 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 thighs have been blessed by god himself i'm glad that you can afford to chafe stick but you can't afford better internet <laughs> i have five i paid through the nose i feel, I feel like we just i just feel like we just got in a chat roulette chat room right now and i feel like your camera's gonna slowly pan down to your junk wearing your tidy whities oh yeah your friend uh, i, I have 500 up. megs unlimited internet with cox and it still sucks I don't know. <laughs> just mind your movements before you make them. All right, if let's it's get not into his internet. It's his camera. That's usually right. Let's get into this movie. week's uh, new release books. Camera. You should What's check up? out. What's the books this week? Like I was telling you, uh, number five this week, Sinister War number two from Nick Spencer. Twelve of Spider-Man's greatest villains are out for blood. Spider-Man uh, and each other's Doc Ock, Vulture make their big play in this issue. They're going to shake up New York in the way you don't think possible. I thought this move, this book was boring. This book was just filler. It was pretty much all the different teams just going after Peter. I, I feel like Nick Spencer was just like going high and high and high on how good the first two issues of this were. And then you got, so you got Sister War 1 and then the last issue is Amazing Spider-Man and now Sister War 2. This book kind of fell off. So I hope, um, I hope the next issue of Amazing Spider-Man kicks it back up because this uh, left a sour taste in my my mouth after talking so highly on this this book the last couple of weeks. Um, number four was Batman 111. Batman hits the streets in search of the creature terrorizing Gotham's underworld and hits them hard. First stop is the lair of the penguin, but Oswald Cobblepot's death. Oh, that's why I forgot to remove the thing from last week. Um, I'm not digging this whole new Batman's Tinian stuff. Don't pay attention to that because that description is from Reptilian. Last week I didn't change the description. Um, I just I'm just not digging Tinian's Batman stuff right now since the whole future state comeback and what they're doing and now they're launching into the the state of fear and I just I feel like Batman has kind of fallen off and especially at a 4.99 price point now it's just not. It's not the quality you would expect in a Batman book. Um, now, my top three this week are all indie books, which is super, super rare for me. But uh, number three comes in Not All Robots from Mark Russell. The year is uh, 2056. Robots have replaced human beings in the workforce. An uneasy coexistence develops between the newly um, intelligent robots and the 10 billion humans living on Earth. Every human family is assigned a robot upon whom they are completely reliant. What could possibly go wrong? Meet the Walters, a human family whose robot Razorball ominously spends his free time in the garage working on machines 
which they're pretty sure uh, are doing are designed to kill them. This is probably uh, AWA Upshot. It was a fantastic read. Um, I would definitely recommend picking this up at your comic book shop when you're there next. If you're there this weekend, uh, it was a it was a good read. Uh, another the one here by Scotty like through the whole book. No, the art is really no. good in it, but it's not as stylized as the covers are. Like they have this cover, and then they also had like a um, like old like most of them are done by like old paintings, like popular paintings. Yeah, so. It was a good book read this week. Um, these next two books were probably two of the best books I've read in a long time. Uh, the Me You Love in the Dark by Scotty Young. That's right, Scotty Young, the guy who's responsible for all those stupid little Deadpool chibi pictures or Gwenpool chibis or chibi covers. Um, so it uh, follows an artist named Roe, retreats from the grind of the city to an old house in a small town to find solstice and inspiration without realizing the muse within is not what she expected. Basically the premise is she's an artist who's trying to get away from uh, the city because she's got kind of like an artistic block and she buys this haunted house strictly because it's haunted and she kind of like taunts the ghost a little bit to kind of come out and, and some craziness ensues. So if you like horror books um, or just kind of like that dark mystery stuff, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, I was really surprised by this book. I picked it up on a whim and I can't wait for issue two. My number one book this week is lucky devil uh, from dark horse. I, I read this book. I messaged Kyle right away. I was like, Hey man, you need to check out this book. Uh, it follows a down on his luck. Schlub is possessed by a malevolent demon. Just when he thinks things can't get worse, the exorcism goes wrong and he finds that somehow he's retained all the entities, supernatural gifts, after a path of revenge and all the people that have wronged him, he begins to gather worshipers from a cult. But the Legion of Hell doesn't take kindly to this, and they send demonic agents to murder the schlub turned god before he gains too much power. That's essentially what it is. So it's, it starts off with this. This dude is down on his luck. Like The first panel, his girlfriend, he's got a smoking hot girlfriend, and she's cheating on him, and he's like hiding behind the wall as like the, the lover shows up. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? He's like, some things at least companionship is better than no companionship. So you de- you take the bad and you deal with the, you know, you take the bad with the good and you deal with it. And he gets possessed by a demon. And then all of a sudden he kind of becomes a badass and he goes to see this guy for like a desc- discount exorcism. And I think they remove the demon from him, but it turns out that he's, he retains the demon's powers, even though the demon has been expelled from really great read. Oh, cool. A uh, lot of fun. Definitely worth checking out if you're looking for something non-superhero related, a little bit horror on the side of horror. Um, just looking for something different to read. Lucky Devil, my definitely my number one uh, suggestion for what came out this past week. So there you go. Some new books for y'all to read. Check out your local shop next time you're there. Support your local comic shop, people. It goes a long way. But... Now we'll get into the part of the show that I think we've been all waiting for as Lance Task Force C minus leaves. Let's give our uh, review of uh, internet to speed up here. <laughs> you're good now. Let's give our review of Suicide Squad. This yeah. is what I've been waiting for. Review. So, you get to watch Suicide Squad, even though it came out early on HBO Max yesterday and it's coming in the theaters. This is your time that thanks for watching. Make sure to catch us on the, on the downplay on our download on Monday or the replay if you want. But we're gonna spoil the shit out of Suicide Squad. And the interesting part is 
one of the people on our panel did not care for this movie. So, uh, that's, I liked it. I just didn't love it as much as I thought I was going to love it. Okay. So let me let me ask because you mentioned that it, it showed up early on HBO Max. Was that a surprise or did I miss an announcement? It was supposed to come out today and it came yeah. out yesterday. So I watched it. So I was literally on HBO Max and it wasn't there. I watched uh, the show I was watching and went back and it was there and and we stopped watching our show. But like what time? It was like seven, Probably like six or seven. Dang yeah. man, I wish I had realized that. So I stayed up until midnight so I could watch it and like miss sleep because <laughs> I had to work today. It was around eleven fifty. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to HBO Max. I was just playing some NBA 2K21 because I'm still sad about the Suns losing the finals, and so I've been whooping everybody's butt in NBA 2K as the Suns to make me feel better. And I'm like, it's like eleven fifty, and I'm like, all right, let's just let's just go turn on HBO Max, and boom, there it was. Yeah, I'd been there for a couple hours. <laughs> turns out I could have been yeah. watching it and gone to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah, they announced <laughs> yesterday morning or like early afternoon that they were gonna release it at seven o'clock because it was gonna be in theaters at that time too. So they just put it on HBO Max at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I wish I had realized that. Oh well. I, I watched half of it and then I I was like, I, I gotta go to bed. I have to work. And then I, I watched it as I had breaks at work and finished it today, but I loved it, dude. I thought it was so good. I was expecting to like it. I wasn't expecting to love it. And I freaking loved it. This is this is such a fun movie. I was grinning from ear to ear like the whole time. I don't know, man. I don't understand how you only just liked it. I don't get it. Well, when when it was announced and when James Gunn was announced as the director and that they were basically giving him license to do whatever he wanted, essentially. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to love this movie. And so I was so hyped up for it. I'm like, this movie is going to just blow all the other DC movies out of the water. Right. I think it does. I, I, yeah. I think it does I, hyped it, I hyped it up a lot, but the fact of the matter is that I don't think it's as good as, as uh, the first guardians of the galaxy. Well, you can't, they, you can't compare that, dude. Like DC to Marvel, you're. Well, here's the thing. I, I think that he took a lot of the things that worked with Guardians of the Galaxy and then infused the violence and the cursing and stuff. And then they relied a little bit too heavily on the violence and the cursing rather than fleshing out the story a little bit better. I mean, there were things that I loved about it. I loved the ridiculousness of the Starro. You know, and and that whole thing. I loved um, the fact that yeah. nobody was safe in this movie. The one person that died that pissed me off was Rick Flag. Agreed. I was, I was super upset that. with that because I love uh, Joel Kinnaman, and he wasn't even going to be in the movie at first, right? And then it got announced later that he was actually going to be in the movie. I think, if I remember correctly, from back when this movie was being worked on or whatever yeah. grizzle war master wants to know what did you like more the rat and the ass reference or the the starfish molestation the at and the rat or the the rat and the ass comment where he's where he's like i don't think i'm gonna give you the answer that you're expecting <laughs> kind of made me roll out of my chair dude it was pretty funny there were some one-liners in here that just had me 
you know, belly laughing, you know, the, uh, when, uh, King shark makes the little, uh, peacemaker figure out before <laughs> and, and peacemaker just kind of shoots him down a little bit. Yeah. He's like, it's Peace nice, make- but it doesn't look anything yeah. like me. And it's like, dude, it's C4. Like, <laughs> yeah, like extending. And then, uh, King shark is the, the funniest part of the movie. Harley Quinn, I'm still trying to figure out why she was really there. Because she you know? sells. Yes. She yeah. sells it, it just felt like she was put in the movie because she sells the movie, but she doesn't really play a huge purpose. That's not true despite at all. Despite being the, 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 the highlight actor or character of the entire movie, right? Like mm-hmm. she's the one that people are like, oh, I recognize her, right? And um, I would argue she plays an extremely big role, though. I mean, she killed the original president of Corto Maltese, which set things in motion as well. And then she's the one that opens up Starro's eye so that the rats can get in and actually take it down. So, I yeah, yeah, like Grizzle Warmaster said, she kills Starro. She's yeah, but it kind of felt like it kind of felt like that could have just been anybody that did that, right? Like it didn't feel like. I think I think Harley is the only like one that she was the only one that could do it. To right? Jump out of freaking giant kaiju starfish. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, like I was saying, I liked this movie. I just didn't love it. And that kind of and and I told Max, I said, I think I gotta stop going into movies thinking I'm going to love them. Yes. Because when I do that, I always get disappointed because I think my hype for the movie is is at an all-time high. And I watch it, and nothing can really live up to that hype. I just, you know? I just like that this movie took the biggest complaint, one of the biggest complaints most people had about the last movie, and turned it up to like eleven. With uh, that's all I heard is about the first one is like, oh, well, it sucks that Slipknot dies in the first five minutes of the movie. Like you put emphasis on Slipknot and you kill him in the first five minutes of the movie. They <laughs> paid big name actors to be yeah, in this Pete movie, Davidson and and. Uh, and, and they, yeah, Nathan we, Fillion, you, yeah, you brought that Captain Boomerang. Slaughter them in the beginning of this movie. Which I was bummed because I'm a big Pete Davidson fan. And when he died, I'm like, oh man. I kind of I I see more of him. <laughs> I find him so obnoxious, I was pretty happy. Oh, I love him. I don't like I him like at all. I even like when they, but, they're like showing it, you know, getting the team together at the beginning and and he's like getting out of the back of the, the transport and he's like, oh, Oh, like I'm gonna pretend to like grab his gun and at the cop there and stuff, and he's like just goofing around. Like, dude, I've never laughed so hard at somebody drowning in my life. <laughs> the weasel, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and the, oh, all man. the memes that are going around about his little junk now, like the fact that you see weasel's junk. You do? I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. I, I just, that. yep. I just love that when he's drowning. And then when Jack didn't see if the weasel could swim, and Waller just like glances over at the dude who's just nonchalantly sitting there. Which it sounds like those, uh, the two in the control room, I guess you could call it, they're going to be main characters in the Peacemaker show. So it sounds it's like, yeah. Like- so it looks like if you watch the after the credit stuff, yeah. Yeah. Which the first I, time I watched it, I didn't realize there was a second after the credit scene. I thought the only one was the weasel after mm-hmm. the credit scene. So I watched it again today 
mainly because you two were like, this movie is amazing. I was like, okay, what am I missing? So maybe I didn't pay enough attention the first time. And it was better in my second viewing because I was able to give it more attention. I got to say that I love everybody that they cast in this movie. Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, uh, Polka Dot Dude. <laughs> Look at that, man. I love that you see his mom everywhere. That he just constantly <laughs> sees his mother. And that shot when they're like all together and he sees him and she's in like peacemaker's outfit and it's all like big and massive you just got the massive pants on it's so funny and when she's like giant when he sees star when he fucking sees the monster star as it it's like she's giant and you see her arm flaps flapping away and oh man that's my favorite scene in the movie idris elba telling polka dot man do you see that's your mother and then he has this moment of like jubilation. He's like, I'm a superhero. I'm a super. And then gets smashed. Dies. <laughs> yep. Dude, okay. I, like, I loved that they had all these characters that were marketed and then killed them in like the first 10 minutes of the movie, though. Like, I don't know why, but going into this, I had a feeling that they were pretty much all going to die except for this cast of characters that's on in the picture right here, like the true main cast. Because on the marketing, these are the ones that they actually showed. And so I was like, all right, I bet those other ones are just kind of cannon fodder. And that's ex- that's literally what they were. Waller well, threw them out there just to die as a distraction. Yeah, and that's what I liked about this movie is like it started and you've got like it paid so much emphasis on Rooker, Michael Rooker and his character and all these different characters. And then they just get slaughtered and you're like, what the hell? Where do they go from here? Where's where's Peacemaker? How does he fit in this? Where's Bloodshot? Like how do these guys fit in this? And then it, it, it gives you how they fit in. I'm like, all right, and I like how it goes back to before, and you see him all in the prison. Like Pete Davidson's character comes walking out with the toilet paper stuck to his foot, and, and you know you see like all the kaleidoscope in there, and and you see Calendar Man in there, and just like all these different like B list, C list villains, and then you have Weasel licking the window, and <laughs> you know it just it's so it was so well done, and I think now it's not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination like as far as a dc movie goes i have more fun watching this movie than i've had watching aquaman wonder woman wonder woman 84 pretty much any any dc movie to this point i feel yeah. like this was See, and i, I know you say, disagree with me but i i liked shazam i loved shazam loved it and i, I know shazam you you're well. not a big you're not a big fan of that one right matt no i'm snorefest See, i loved shazam and I thought Shazam was more funny than this one. Oh, but man, I, I don't agree on that. Shazam, I, I I think I might like Shazam better. I think it's got more rewatchability. Because, like, I'm even thinking about rewatching this movie, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to. Because it's, like, so bloody and just, like, so much. Like, I, I will rewatch it. I'm just not sure that I want to rewatch it immediately. Whereas Shazam is, like, just so, like, like happy and upbeat and fun that, I could watch it all the time, but I I found this to be one of the most fun experiences I've ever had watching a DC movie. I got to feel like James Gunn went into this. They were like, "Look, you have creative control. Do whatever you want." And, and he was kind of like, "Well, it can't be any worse than anything a movie they've already made over here. So let's go for it." And <laughs> he just threw it all like, do you, like you get a reappearance of John Cena's root. You get to see John Pena, John Cena's peen, basically in his tidy whiteies." 
you know, like that massive Which hog. Dude is ripped, man. Like he, is. he like I I've always yeah, known is. that he's ripped, but when he's standing there in tidy whities, I'm like, holy shit, that's a building. Like standing yeah, there, he is there, you jacked, know, like, man. He is jacked. No, I I feel like James Gunn was like, you know, if nobody ever hires me again, and this is my last hurrah. You know, because when he got yeah. hired to make this movie, he was kind of on the outs with. Yeah, he was embroiled in that whole scandal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that he's just like, let's go balls to the wall. And it, you can definitely tell like King Shark coming in and eating people and ripping people in half. And, you know, Starro taking um, uh, Thinker or whatever and smashed and like obliterating him against the window. Like the dude basically just explodes on this window. Yeah, that stuff you haven't seen really in superhero movies in general. Like, not even Deadpool is as bloody as this movie, and uh, and I liked it. I just it it wasn't like the it's not my top five favorite superhero movies ever. I don't even know if it's in the top ten. It maybe might squeak into the top 10 but i mean this movie has everything it's got violence it's got action it's got comedy it's got full frontal male nudity it's got you know just heart and soul from some of these characters like how can you not feel for the whole connection between rat you know um fucking rat trapper two or whatever name is and and her dad and yeah dude i'm i'm with you matt i i don't know where i would rank it as far as like top superhero movies ever because there's just too many now that I, I can't just like off the cuff do that. But I can say that it is a, an absolutely wonderful movie. And as far as the superhero movies I've seen this year, it's well, I'm, I'm a sucker for Zack Snyder. So justice league has been my favorite, but this is way better than black widow, like way better. Oh, than yes. black widow. Oh yes, and, absolutely. And I like, like I black had widow. No, as much I had as no problem watching this a second time. Yeah. I, I just adored it. I, I, I was exhausted, dude. So I've been, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I've been sick all week and I knew I shouldn't have stayed up late to watch this. I should have gone to bed at 8 PM, you know, mm-hmm. but I stayed up and that, like from one to one thirty when I was watching this or from midnight to one thirty when I was watching this, I was just grinning from ear to ear the entire time. It was absolutely That's why wonderful. It's, it's a, don't know about you, but penis, but penis isn't a big selling point in movies for me. Hey man, when you see when you see a, a massive root, you just kind of kind of be like, "Good on you, man! C- congratulations!" You know <laughs> that that's I mean, it. Did have heart and soul. How can you not feel for Ratcatcher's two story with her dad and kind of feel like oh, you're feel for right. Deadshot or a uh, Bloodshot's story about him using his they're using his estranged daughter against him and what is what is his name? It's not Bloodshot. It is Blood. Blood's- blood sport or blood something sport. like that or yeah blood sport yeah no i i agree there's definitely some connection there um, or the fact I, that I, polka dot man was like tested on by his mother right and like has yeah. all these deep-seated issues and stuff and there's king there's shark just wanted a friend he just needed well, some friends i didn't mm-hmm. feel a deep connection to like any character really but I, that wasn't really the point to me like i mean they did a good job of adding some heart and soul to it for sure but <laughs> Sounds like something you found on Pornhub. <laughs> I will say that I think that the heart and soul of this movie, like the the relationship with Ratcatcher one and two, and 
and all those things, it does a better job than Guardians of the Galaxy as far as um, really getting into the emotional part of it. You know, the emotional part of of Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one is the Gamora Star Lord love, you know, think will they, won't they type stuff. Like it's not till Guardians of the Galaxy two where you really start getting the backstory about Star Lord and. Well, this movie stuff. had had romance. I mean, it was super romantic when Harley and the you know emperor or whatever president that she later shoots in the chest. She, yeah, yeah, until she shoots him because <laughs> she would awesome. rather she would rather murder a boyfriend than let him do anything. Yeah. Well, no, I love what she says. Where she says, "I promised myself that if next if relationship, I, saw any red like, flags. I noticed these red flags and stuff, which." was in, in in the eyes of um of like feminism and stuff like that was was incredible because you know here you got this guy that has most movies you see this guy come in that's not not really a good guy but he has tons of money and he's really attractive and stuff and he has all these women swarming around him and harley quinn's like no like yeah i could have like a nice happy life with you but you know these red flags like i i thought that was i thought that was awesome you know it was un, unexpected too the first time i saw it when he turns around and she just he just gets shot in the chest so you're here, thinking that this guy Kyle says max goes to bed at 8 p.m. yeah i don't i go to bed at midnight but because i've been sick i was saying i should have gone to bed early see it's you funny i feel like president's gonna be the main antagonist throughout see, the I wasn't, movie i wasn't sure because in that moment i'm watching this and i'm just like he's being crazy and James Gunn had already set the precedent at this point in the movie that no one is safe and like everybody is going to die. And so I would literally was sitting there like, yeah, she's going to kill him. She's going to kill him somehow. I just wasn't sure how I thought she was going to kick him out the window or something like that. But instead she finds some gun and shoots him in the chest. So for me, I don't know. It was kind of predictable, but not, not in a bad way. Takes you out of a movie more than an I want a penis shot like Kevin Bacon and Wild Things. Okay, when they're going through the village killing everybody, I'll give you that. But like Kyle says, the scene of route, you got no choice but to kneel before it. Right? <laughs> so massive. Like that scene too is so funny because, like, you know, King Shark's about to eat Ratcatcher too. And and Cena's standing there in his, in his underwear. And I like how Idris Elba is like, what are you doing in your underwear and your tidy whiteies? And she's like, and he's like, hey, that's racist. He's like, that's not racist. You're in white underwear. Like <laughs> they had this whole like conversation about it. It's so funny. That's Which, what I mean. The most impressive thing about John Cena's package is the amount of steroids that man has taken. You should not be uh, as proud as you think one would be. But he eh. right. But you know, steroids usually gives you a small weenie. Well. That man's definitely not possible. I'll admit it. I have penis envy of <laughs> of John Cena. All right. Well, th- that scene had so many funny aspects to it. I mean, you've got you've got the fact that Ratcatcher sleeps so strongly that she's getting picked up and she's basically planking in her sleep and about to get eaten by a giant shark and has mm-hmm. no idea. John Cena comes up in his underwear. They make the whitey tidy joke or the racist joke or whatever. And then Ratcatcher starts pulling out all of her rats. And you find out that freaking Blood Sports t- has a terrifying rat phobia. Yeah. You know, rat phobia. They're like, How'd you That's ever tell us that? He's he like, An assassin doesn't tell you that. He doesn't tell you his weaknesses. It's <laughs> yeah. just so freaking funny. 
that's another thing that that really like he really focused on the trauma of of a lot of these characters where we get yes. Idris Elba's trauma as a child being locked into a crate with rats and stuff and we look at polka dot man and rat catcher and all these traumatic experiences that made the way made these villains or they're, they're all villains the way they are you know and uh that's not something we really saw in the in the first suicide squad where the really the only traumatic thing that's explained is harley quinn in, in an abusive relationship yeah you know this movie has this movie is way better than david ayers ayers movie but like i said and i've told you guys this in the text i liked it it's just not the masterpiece that i was expecting it to be yeah i think maybe it is a, ma a matter of expectations because i would say this was a masterpiece and i wouldn't say i was expecting a masterpiece either i just thought it was a, a ton of fun it was a great time yeah i don't think it's a masterpiece either but it's it's definitely like the best thing dc has given us in a long time see but, and i i like shazam more i like I, joker the best if we're talking recent dc that's well yeah i'm saying specifically dc eu or whatever they call it yeah which is there still a dc eu i don't know but Shazam they don't know. my favorite this would be number two probably but i think like i said i think john Cena and king shark kind of stole this movie like one of my favorite parts of this movie is when they're going through the village and and Cena shoots that dude and bloodshot and uh blood sports like yeah non-lethal doesn't count and then they, he's like exploding bullets and the dude blows up and he's like <laughs> nobody likes to show off he's like unless what he's showing off is fucking dope and he's like <laughs> damn it he's right you know you just you just get him and he gets all pissed oh, off because he goes Cena's right. i laugh so hard in that same scene when he walks by that guy who's like dying on the bed and he's like da, 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 like stabs yeah, him just stabs him. i laugh so hard but um the violence was funny like i yeah. loved that it wasn't just over the top to be over the top it was over the top to also be hilarious and then yeah. the, the other part that made me laugh was king shark with the when they're trying to go in he was like i'll put on a disguise and she's like you're gonna wear a disguise <laughs> what are you gonna wear he's like a fake mustache and, and then he comes over with yeah, his finger over <laughs> yeah it's fin over his mouth and, and peacemaker's like that is the worst fake mustache i've ever seen that is not believable at all and he gets all mad and storms off That's so good i gotta say probably the best part of the movie is all of a sudden there's just this dude in their group no explanation why he's there and apparently polka dot man liked him from the beginning milton oh yeah well wasn't and then, the guy that was driving the, like, the yeah he was van? the driver of the van yeah yeah but like like he's all of a sudden he's part of the crew and then dies immediately when they go into that building yeah and polka dot man is just devastated and everybody's like who the fuck is milton <laughs> i'm gonna well, say harley um, calls bloodsport milton dude. later like, yeah <laughs> yeah I, that's not my name what, what do you mean we've had a four-hour discussion about about that you're being your name and he's like no we didn't yeah we did no we didn't that was a good movie um, and his his gadgets were awesome i loved how he could just like create all these crazy weapons and I, gonna, I loved his character i'm gonna get honest right real quick so honestly my principle is i like this movie if you want to, if you want to have a, a fun time watching a movie at home, and you have HBO Max, 
Watch Suicide Squad. If you really want to go to the theater and see a movie, go see Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is so fucking good, dude. <laughs> I'll just I'll just throw that it. out there. I, I, oh, I probably enjoyed Jungle my... Cruise a little bit more than this movie, and Jungle Cruise is a movie that surprised me. Jungle Cruise surprised me. I want to see a sequel. I feel like you know they're going to make a sequel. Um, and I liked it more. Th- I think Jungle Cruise had more funny bits in it than than this yeah, one. I don't know. The puns and dad jokes got a little over the top, but I don't. I don't. Man, I have to watch this movie. I can't imagine any movie coming out this year that I'm going to find funnier than the Suicide Squad. Jungle Cruise is fantastic, but I saw it in the theaters. The experience might be different at home. I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to watch a movie at home, watch Suicide Squad. If you want to go for a fun, entertaining movie in theaters, I would say Jungle Cruise. Interesting. I would. I really would have thought you would swap those. You know, this is no. like this action-packed superhero show. I just think. But... <laughs> It depends. Like Jungle Cruise is such a big movie, you really to really appreciate it, you gotta see it on a big screen. Like the the extra screenery for the scenery and the the colors and just everything that goes into that movie is it's just made for the big screen. Versus this is just as enjoyable watching it at home as it would be in the movie theater. Like Anna told me, that's the best movie she's seen in the last couple years. Wow, that she loved it. In wow, fact, I that's... think they're gonna—they're about to start watching it again while I'm doing the show. Because Anna and I went by ourselves; we didn't have the kids with us. Nice. And I loved it, man. It was a great movie. I would say that that's probably—it could be the Rock's best movie. Wow! So, without spoilers, what's so good about it? Just the action. The story's really fleshed out. Like. Um, it's really invent like you've been on the ride before, right? Yeah, of course, many times. Like to take that ride and then to make this move, like because when they announced, it, I was like, "That is the dumb." Like of all the rides, they could I thought it was a pretty dumb idea too to to make a movie out of. And the the story that they created was awesome. And then Jack Whitehall, who is who has a show on Netflix called Travels with My Father, it has to be one about the funniest human beings I've ever seen in my life. And to see him finally get a kind a kind of a starring role in a movie and him be hysterical was also really good. I love Jack Whitehall might be my favorite part of that movie. I think I'd like you you've got the chemistry between The Rock and Emily Blunt. You got the chemistry between all the characters. The the jokes are funny. The rock really pulls a good performance out. Um it's it's just it's a Paul even Paul Giamatti is good in it. Like there's a lot of like yeah I was surprised like I I did it just to go do a date night with the fiance but she was like when I saw the preview I was like it looks, it looks stupid she was like well I want to see it so I was like all right I bought a bit the bullet she's like oh, are you sure I'll go see Snake Eyes with you if you want I was like nah we can go see Jungle Cruise and I walked out of there pleasantly surprised with it I walked out of there really happy. <laughs> You know, because we I'm were the curious. same thing. We we were like, we need to go out on a date. There's nothing to watch. You know, Anna really likes the food at Fat Cats, so she wanted to go there. So we just, you know, basically closed our eyes and picked a movie. <laughs> you know, I was really happy with it. Nice. I'm actually surprised you haven't seen it yet, Max. Well, I've been, been home sick. all week. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I mean, I did get it. Plus. I did get it on Disney Plus. I just haven't watched it yet. We've been, like I said, we were rewatching all the Harry Potter movies, and when I get into like binging, I want to, I want to finish it. So I haven't really wanted to watch anything else, and I'm not going to watch it by myself. This is a Disney movie. My wife wants to. You see You need it, to watch so. it with your wife. Yeah, I'm sure. going to. I'm going to. But all right, I'd say well, that, that movie is probably one of the best things Disney has come out with in a while. Nice. All the live action. Like, it's better than Cruella. It's a bold statement there, Cotton. Cruella was good. If it's better than Cruella, that's... It's much better than Cruella. Wow. I haven't seen Cruella yet, so I wouldn't know. I'd have to... I thought, have to gonna, do, uh, I thought Cruella was going to suck, and I thought Jungle Cruise looked kind of crappy, too. I'd have to so, defer to the, the wifey to be on that one, because she's seen both of them, and I don't know which one is better, Jungle Cruise or Cruella. The only thing with Cruella is everybody I've spoken to they they they're like well we've seen 101 dalmatians so cruella doesn't make any sense and you have to separate all that crap and just look at this individually it's an alternate timeline kind of Uh, it says i gotta disagree about this that's quite at home i watched it at home and felt myself nitpicking it and not getting into it but seeing it imax is much more Experience on that. I think you being a comic book fan is why you sat there and nitpicked it. Because I've done the same thing in movie theaters. I just, I think, like, I think for me is because, like, you go to the theater to Kyle's sit there. Conniption over here. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> if he wants to have a conniption, he can join the show. But, you know, <laughs> it's like you go to the theater, you're paying a movie, you, you're paying for this movie whatever you're 12 13 and you know you're to me you'd be more likely to pick it apart than just being like all right i'm watching this for a service i've already paid for monthly anyways so and i don't have to leave my house i'm not nitpick you know i wasn't as inclined to nitpick it well i also think you're right though that nitpicking is really easy if you're very familiar with the source material yeah i'm um, not familiar as, with any of these characters as, except well harley Quinn. i really enjoy the harry potter movies but every time I watch them, my wife and I are very big Harry Potter fans. Her especially. We nitpick the crap out of him the whole time, but we still enjoy him. So like, I get it. If he's really familiar with a character or two that was in this movie and they didn't do it accurately to what he's used to reading, I can understand why you'd be annoyed. For me, I hadn't even heard of half of these characters. So I, just I have like no that, familiarity. I just like that you like to to pick over you know, this movie, but you're all going home about what they've done to Snake Eyes. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, I don't. I'm yeah. not familiar with him not you, either. not you. I'm talking about Ish. Oh, like, Ish. he's a huge, fair enough, huge, huge, huge GI Joe's fan, and he was like, "Give me Snake Eyes a pass." Since it's a great GI Joe movie, but he wanted the nitpick. See, and I thought that that's the reason Max and I like Snake Eyes because we're not as entrenched in GI Joe knowledge, you know. So to us, it was just a really good action movie. All right, guys, and I'm doing for it. For somebody that is a G.I. Joe fan, that's surprising that they loved it so much. I'm doing it, okay? You Full frontal male nudity for Max right here. 9.6. Yeah, you Breaker breakers. <laughs> no, 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 9.6. I know you did, know you did 9.8, but I'm just going to no, go two no. little decimals lower. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> no. I give it a, I, I'd, I'd give it a solid three. Three and a half out of five, personally. Oh, I'd, give it a, I'd give it a 
four and a half out of five if I'm doing the five. Oh wow, five star rating. I freaking loved it. See, I'd give it a three. So Matt and I aren't far off. <laughs> I, but I walked in thinking I was going to give it a four and a half. So you you see my dilemma here? Like I I hyped this movie up more than I probably should have. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a three. So that's probably why I liked it so much. Yeah, there you go. Like I was All I'm saying more excited is, about this movie than than the two Marvel movies that are coming out. The bar was set pretty low, guys. Like the last Suicide Squad movie set the bar pretty low, so you couldn't do much worse than that. So yep. the, there was very far to go, but up. So you know you can't hate on this movie too much. Well, hey, so since people are people are really liking this movie, right? It's got oh, 96 or 97 on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Do you think that this reignites the the air cut conversation do you think people people are going to be a little bit more i don't think so either because i don't think that like i'm sure that his cut could be better but that wasn't the issue the issue well he comes out and says that's not my movie i mean i guess if his cut is that different but like enchanter sucked all of the like weird little monster things that were created by enchantress were stupid like it's like the Diablo's core of the movie was that bad. Look, Kyle, was cool. Kyle gives his that squad 3.5 couch cushions. <laughs> Five no. steaming hot turns. Miss the Hun didn't even watch it, right? I want to know what she doesn't like. I want to know what she does, what they don't like about it. Like, that's what I mean. It's easy to say that you hated a movie, but I want to know why. Like, I just want to know what was so wrong with this movie. I mean, I feel like. Personally, I felt like Starro was a little out of place, but I, I did too. Really... But I loved that about it when this yeah. freaking giant freaking starfish stands up and starts like wiggling its top uh, arms. It looked so ludicrous, but in the best way. Well, the reason I like Starro so much is it it gave me the vision of the squid and Watchmen that we should have got that we yes. didn't. And so immediately when I saw that, I'm like, oh, this is Watchmen, you yep. know, and Zack Snyder ruined Watchmen. <laughs> so it was I almost felt like it was. Uh, See, and I love Zack Snyder's Watchmen you, movie. Snyder. <laughs> I think I think the Watchmen movie is probably the one of the best things he's done. The best superhero thing he's it, done. It's good. But Watchmen is one of the few movies that I was actually I actually read the book before watching the movie and i was kind of disappointed and then the watchman tv show is light years better than the watchman movie. i and disagree that shows you don't really like the watchman tv show no i mean i liked it but i don't think it's light years past the movie but they introduced things that were like they actually went into the squid thing and and all that stuff like they kind of retconned some of that stuff that happened in the movie Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think it was light years better than the movie. But because I thought the Doctor Manhattan stuff was weird, and I mean, I the, really, the only concept that really kept was the 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 squid attacks. You don't really, I mean, yeah, I don't know. The whole well, all Rorschach plan in the show isn't in the book. It might be in no, it's later. It's books. after. No, it's not. It's just it's after stuff like because there's se- there's several watchman books right like there's the watchman and then the- they have some continuation books right 
<laughs> they have before Watchmen, which goes follows the Minutemen. Um, oh, they don't have anything like the after. team like the team before Watchmen. So Kyle, Mrs. The Hunt says Kyle can keep the Cena rod for himself. And Kyle said, "Sweet thanks." This is going to be for Halloween. <laughs> Cena's crank. People I hope that that'd be fantastic. Do it. Just People are going to mistake you though for the uh, the space shuttle. Yeah, they're not going to build a build like some legs, some fucking like paper mache legs, and just be. I just want to know how the the root and the tidy whities. I want to know how people are going to know that you're John Cena's root. Like, what are you going to like? Are you going to put like uh, wristbands on your wrist and go like this a lot? You just got to put the little. You could just write "You can't see me" across the 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 <laughs> band of the underwear, or like "Peacemaker" across the band of the underwear, or or whatever. Like that's that's what you got to do, man. You just got to be seen as root. Go for it, Kyle. I fully support that. I fully support it, Kyle. That'd I will be, be your Cena athletic supporter, dude. I would laugh. No, I would lose it if I walked on the street and saw some dude just dressed as seen as root and like. So in with the, the tidy whiteies, yeah. <laughs> well, Kyle be spending the night in jail for indecent exposure. Ah, uh, it's not really showing anything. He's just not ex- showing him, but <laughs> yes, he's gonna write oh. Cena's rude. He said Cena's rude across the, the underwear. There you go. <laughs> this reminds oh, me of man. one of the first shows I ever heard of Absolute Geek, where the they bat root about Batman's root. The Batman's root, yeah. <laughs> Look, dude, as a man, you can appreciate some other guy's oppressive hog, all right? Like, <laughs> it's just oh. good on you, bro. I'm jealous. That's all I'm going to say. Max, I got to say, you're looking very much like a Jack Black today. Thank you. With the gray and the beard and the glasses. Oh, yeah, I'm sexy. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Mrs. The Hud says, Kyle, all you need is some felt and hot glue. I'm all about creative costumes. There you go. The 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 plans have been put in motion. The wheels are in motion. For, For all you friends fans, you can use uh pastrami. <laughs> There's a scene where in Friends where he puts on there that he's uncircumcised. Anyways, I don't I don't want to talk about friends. <laughs> I was just I don't want to hear about him. friends. So. Boot the man. <laughs> We'll just we'll just do that right there real quick. Just put them a little times out. <laughs> <laughs> just giving me the double bird from the background. <laughs> do you get that out of your system? Do you need to talk about friends? No, again? it's really funny. It's not funny. <laughs> Lance, you can call me and tell me all about it later. Okay, I know yeah, you get seen it. Out. it. You've no, watched it, right? I've only watched snippets of, of Friends. You can tell Max about it as you guys rock each other to sleep. I used to not like Friends until I married my wife, and I basically got forced to watch it. Now I think it's one of the funniest. You shows just don't know how to put up a fight like I do, because I'm right now. When you've been married for oh, eleven years, I'm right in those trenches, battles, bro. <laughs> I, Lance puts up plenty of fights. He was literally fighting with his wife when we were talking on the phone earlier today. What was that about? I don't even remember. Oh, about us in the concert, and then she's. She got mad because I got mad that she was spending $170 to go see Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, what you're doing is going to be more expensive. Yeah. But I think it's more worth it. Hamilton's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Watch it on Disney Plus. 
No, that's the way I saw time. it, and I'm like, what is the hype of this? Like, yeah, I, I didn't understand. We're probably going to lose some listeners now. Hamilton. So good. I don't know if our audience is big Hamilton listeners. The I musical, like, it sells. All right, guys. Anything else you want to you want to talk about? This? No, I'm good. Again, I mean, I think we covered it all. Week? Huh? Is there anything coming out next week besides what if? Free guy. Ooh, free guy. There you go. I'm, I'm, watch I'm not very, I'm not very interested in that movie. I thought it looked funny. Um, all the Deadpool related commercials make me want to go watch it. <laughs> I do like the Deadpool stuff. Kyle yeah. says, "What the fuck is Hamilton?" <laughs> Google. Oh yeah, what did you guys think Something of the? Something that cost one hundred and seventy dollars for a ticket to not even watch the main people play it. One, uh, one more thing to touch on Suicide Squad. Did you guys catch the Guardians of the Galaxy Easter eggs in there? Kong. I didn't. I saw her as the dancer. Yeah, Mantis is one of the dancers in the Gentlemen's Club. Oh, I didn't notice that. What's the other one? There is another uh, one. Um, I see. I thought it was Take Away TD because I didn't know he was in the movie, but I don't think I'm right on that one. I'm not sure what the other one is. Well, he's not in Guardians. Well, he's a Marvel. He's Cork. He is now. Yeah, he's Cork. So, Mrs. The Hunt says Hamilton is highly historically inaccurate, and the musical is mediocre. But Jesus, she just. Full of that hate sauce tonight. Somebody drank their haterade before she came over here tonight. <laughs> See, I would argue with the historically inaccurate. Because no, I it is historically guy. inaccurate. But he for, goes for a lot of parts. He goes into some like dark history stuff. Like yeah, and he did lose a shootout to Aaron Burr and died. But it's still a lot of it is historically inaccurate. Apparently, he's from what I've heard, he's an asshole. So whatever. Well, they talk about that in the in the play. Like he cheats on his wife, and yeah, he does some pretty asshole stuff in the play. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, dude. What if next week? I what's the I kn- I thought there was another <laughs> Guardians reference because I was reading about it, but I don't remember. There's I know there's at least two, but what the f is going on? Kyle asks. I think Mantis has asked that question out. more times. That's what's going the, on. The Mantis one is the big one that I caught on to. But all right. Um, that's where we'll end it this week. Thanks for everyone to come out of the chat. Kyle, thanks for livening up the place, I guess. Um, uh, <laughs> this is the Hun. Uh Quantum Kyle, Stumbling Jedi for stopping in. Uh Aaron, everyone for in the chat. Great as always. Um, guys, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Absolute Podcast. And uh, I am Matt. I am Max. This feels like nerd dorks geeks unite all over again. Nope, nope, (laughs) we're not going there. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace.